The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. And now, some outdoor breaking news from the revolution. It has just come to our attention that the revolution was illegitimately fathered by Arnold Schwarzenegger. For Pete's sake, keep it down and let me finish! Jeez! Man! Now where was I? Oh yeah. So it would appear that one night after pumping iron, slamming a protein shake, and watching an episode of Monster Bucks on Outdoor Channel, Mr. Schwarzenegger slipped away and hooked up with good old innocent Mother Nature. Come on, who's with daddy? And on that fateful opening night of rifle season, Arnold Pinky swore to Mother Nature as he gently whispered, I'll be back. <laughs> Are you joking? Is that honestly the best clip that you could find? Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, back to what I was saying. <clears throat> but as luck would have it, he's never returned. Please again, just keep it down. And let me finish. Now, I'm sure all of you have questions like, what does this mean for the future of the revolution or outdoors in general? Or how could Mother Nature hook up with such a bad-acting Austrian? It just infuriates me! So please, be patient and bear with us as we'll try to address each of you individually. And thank you so much for your kindness and support. In this troubling time, may God bless you. Welcome, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Well, I do believe, Jim, that old Arnold, man, he needs to pay up the pay dirt. He owes right his now. child support. Yeah. He fathered this show. He needs to take responsibility and pay my electric bill. <laughs> Well, anyways, besides many other things in the show today, we are going to be discussing the importance of predator management. Hey, joining us will be wildlife biologist Grant Woods, yep. wildlife properties Nick Rhodes, Chance Orth from Unpro Fisherman, Old Cat Daddy, and Jeff Nimnick from Coyote Craze, plus Trav, a whole lot more. A whole lot more. Hey, and this is all being powered by Ram Trucks. Guts. Glory. Ram. You can hook up with them at Ram Trucks. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, I can see no, your eyes, Trav. I'm doing it. No, no, no. You're not trying to Trav, stop me, Jim. I'm begging you. I'm doing it. Don't do it. It's mail time, baby. <laughs> and no stamps are required. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Send more. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. Mail, I love it. It's time for the Revolution Mailbag. <laughs> All right, so a Jane Doe. Oh, yeah, that's a real name. Who is a licensed wildlife rehabilitator from San Diego, California, writes in. Hey, Jim and Trav and all the Revolution followers. This is going great so far. Coyotes are not understood and humans misjudge them greatly. 
And we need to take serious steps to help save this animal from being killed off by you unintelligent hunting buffoons. <laughs> Knock it off! Seriously, Jane Doe wrote us a letter here, and she has a point, and I'm going to do my best at trying to find it. <laughs> so, here we go. And obviously, you don't know anything about coyotes, so please go to your local library and read about them. Because if it wasn't for coyotes, we would have an overpopulation of rats, mice, rabbits, and more small animals. Coyotes also eat the remains of already dead animals, helping keep the woods cleaner of carcasses. So now, all I ask of you so-called outdoorsmen is to educate yourselves on what's truly happening in the outdoors. (laughs) Writes Little Miss Jane Doe, and don't forget, she is a wildlife rehabilitator from San Diego, California. You know what, Jane? I'm really glad that you wrote in. I'm not being sarcastic here. I am glad. And since I am so stupid, I'm going to hand this question off to Grant Woods. He is a fellow unintelligent buffoon here, but he's also a wildlife biologist with Growing Deer TV. So you know what, G? Why don't you break this down and hand us the 411 here on what this message truly means? Please take it away. There's a reason I live in Missouri instead of San Diego. That was, that was the primary message I got out of that letter. She wrote that while she was hugging a tree. Might have been camped up in a redwood somewhere. I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, honestly, Grant, joking aside here, um, Jim and I just can't seem to wrap our head around and fathom the public's perception and just total, utter disconnect between themselves and wildlife and the true reality of the situation um, that's at hand here. You know, I think it's just sad. I think it's really... Uh, you know, we can have some fun, and we don't really ever. Yeah, I guess I do kind of want to do that. At someone else's expense, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's sad that we, as a nation, or a percentage of our nation, has lost touch with the land. We don't realize that meat had to die for gotten cellophane. Yep. Yeah. And, and that predators kill to kill. They don't just kill to feed their family. Yep. It's sport and, to them. And there's real hardcore current scientific data that goes through all of this. We don't have to guess or. Watch Walt Disney, get right to the core. And coyotes have become larger over time. They've interbred with dogs and wolves. They're pack hunting now. They were not originally a pack hunting animal. They're pack hunting now. They're aggressive, and they need to be controlled. And when I say controlled, I certainly don't mean it's terminated. I love hearing that coyote yodel every now and then or maybe thinking they're out there. What I don't like is when the populations get out of balance and they're removing more prey species, then we find it acceptable. Yeah. We be in our society as a whole. And, you know, we got to remember that the white-tailed deer, not the bald eagle or anything else, but the white-tailed deer is the number one animal children recognize and equate to wildlife or wilderness year after year in an annual survey. Oh, I am so glad that you brought up Walt Disney because I am under the influence and the belief <laughs> right now that today's generation is convinced that the bunny rabbit, that the wolf, that the coyote, the elk, the mountain lion, the bear all live cohesively in the mountains and they sit around the campfire and have marshmallow fights and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> However, wildlife biologist Grant Woods, that couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, it's it's stunning that you say that because most people don't realize this, but Disney, of course, stole Bambi from a German, no, he probably bought it, I guess, but got <laughs> Bambi from a German author, and it was originally a hunting story. Was it really? And then when it got <laughs> Disney eyes, so to speak, I mean, Disney you know, the, the original author did not write anything like what we see. That's why my kids are prohibited from supporting Walt Disney. I mean, <laughs> would you want your kids, re- I mean, people think I'm so harsh from doing that, but do I want my kids following something that's an unequivocal lie? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't let them, you know, be taught one and one is four. 
why do I want them to be taught that Bambi's running around in a happy play field all day? I think it's great that you brought that up because I have young kids right now. My oldest daughter is about three and a half and she loves hunting. And so we don't actually take her out and sit her in the stand, you know, but she knows all about it. And other kids her age are like, ooh, that's gross. And she says, no, this is a natural part of life. And this is how we feed our family. And we're practicing management. That is coming from my three and a half year old. And I think that every kid should be brought up that way. Well, that's a great testimony to you and your family. I recently took a bag of furs. I was asked to go into my daughter's school. And Mm -hmm. so I took, you know, from a bunny rabbit all the way up through fox, bobcat, coyote, and deer, and oh, wow. explain the food chain. Yeah. And, and what was really, you know, and then everybody's kind of, I'm standing up front, and I got the furs, everybody's moving on. That's the word, come touch, pass around. And one girl comes <laughs> up to this raccoon fur and says, a brilliant girl, says, hey, that thing is dead, isn't it? And I'm not trying to be mean at all. <laughs> and I said, yes, I trapped this animal. And when, as soon as I said, I trapped this animal, <laughs> you know, I was evil, and she wouldn't touch it. Now, Usually kids, I can win them over with furs because they just want to touch it. They're curious, and then they make little puppets out of them and whatnot. (laughs) This girl had been so brainwashed by whoever her guardians are that I could never cross that bridge. I could never get her to touch the fur, and I think that's so sad because there's obviously a disconnect between reality there. You bet. Well, you know, you had mentioned uh, uh, about the, the deer population and so forth, and you usually did a study on uh, on fawns, didn't you? Yes, you did. You know, I did. I've had some graduate students do some great work, but a really great study out of South Carolina. We put transmitters in the vagina and does before they're bred. So when the fawn comes out and the fawn is born, it pushes that transmitter out. Really? The change in temperature between inside the doe and outside the doe causes the transmitter to change its signal. And we got the graduate students, of course, the graduate students doing all the grunt work out there. <laughs> they go out there and find that fawn usually within four hours. Wow, holy cow. And, and so we're thinking we're going to get the radio collar fawns and get all this neat data and all that kind of stuff. And when what, what we find out is about 60% of those fawns are dead within four hours. No, really? 80% of those are killed by coyotes. 80% so, you are know, by when coyotes. When a fawn is brand new and it's just born, its bones are not calcified enough to leave a skeleton. The cow just you know says, boy, there's a pink cherry mush out there underneath the whole thing. <laughs> but we take cotton swabs and swab the kill site. Mm-hmm. And through really neat genetics like you might see on TV or something, we can tell if that was a male or female fawn that was killed. Really? We can tell if it's a sibling to a fawn that was killed, you know, down the trail 50 yards. We can tell if it's a coyote, dog, bobcat, whether it's a male or female coyote, whether it's the same coyote that killed another fawn 50 yards away. Holy cow. So no guesswork here, really state-of-the-art science. And the bottom line is coyote populations, especially in the southeastern states, are increasing so rapidly that they are decreasing, significantly decreasing, the deer population. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Grant Woods. He's talking about the growing population of coyotes. He has something called Deer TV. What? Yeah. Anyway, tell us about um, growing Deer TV and Deer TV, Grant. (laughs) I'm going to start on that Deer TV tomorrow. (laughs) Growing Deer TV is just simple. You know what? I'm a wildlife biologist, practicing wildlife biologist. Yeah. And so every week, 52 weeks out of year, we release a new episode just on the website, Growing Deer TV, short video, six to 10 minutes of whatever we're doing that week. Now, if we want to find you on the web, where can we do that at? Just go to growingdeer.tv, contact information, everything right there. See, that's easy. And kids, here's a little message. When you hop in mom and dad's nice little SUV with their heated or air conditioning seats, 
That is a the cow leather, leather seat. you are sitting on. Exactly. You know, when you wipe your butt, that <laughs> came from a tree. Isn't that right, Grant? It, it, it's stunning to me that we've lost touch with such simple things as that. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's send everybody to an outhouse. Let's teach our five-year-olds about sex, but let's not tell them where beef comes from. Don't get me started on that. Don't get yeah. me started on that. We just want the bare necessities. <laughs> The simple bareness. Well, hey, we've been talking with Grant Woods with Growing Deer TV, and he's a wildlife biologist. The man knows a lot of stuff. Got to look him up online. Can even Google him. But this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find him at ramtrucks.com and Otis Technology. That's otistech.com and Ruger Firearms. Look him up as well at Ruger.com. How about Cabela's? And Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But coming up right after the break, we're going to hear from Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. And this is, you guessed it. The revolution. It's a bare necessities. Change your life and start living the revolution today at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Potential. That can be a troubling thought to some of us. Either you live up to it and meet expectations, or you don't. And then there are those who aim to exceed potential. The ones who go out and dare to be great. Reset the bar. Ignore the critics, because they have the vision and the guts to live outside the walls of expectations. They go beyond the trappings of fads and trends, and they make machines that last. They design with a greater purpose. They work at places like Ram, where they make trucks like the outdoorsman, for people like you who seek far-reaching places. The new 2011 Ram Outdoorsman. Guts. Glory. Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Hey, tell us your thoughts on predator management by phoning in the revolution at uh, 785-846-7647 or drop us an email at radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. Well, obviously, today on The Revolution, we are talking predator management and how coyotes have slowly inundated the lower 48. We'll scratch that. And Canada as well. <laughs> Come on, we don't want to leave them out because that would be racist. Uh, we're well, now Jim Shockey listens. Jim Shockey does listen to me, <laughs> not to you. And also to Nick Rhodes, and he is online right now, and he is with uh, Wildlife Properties. And now, Nick, you know... It's to my the- Wildlife Property. Nick... Let's clear this up. <laughs> it's actually wildlife properties. It is actually wildlife properties. Thank you. Our website is my, my wildlife, wildlife property. property. Well, I'm just so trying to, try to be... make it as confusing as possible. <laughs> also, your email is nick at mywildlifeproperty.com, right? That's correct. That's See? correct. I'm glad you remembered that. Yes, Jim, I beat you again, son. <laughs> I, I, I feel like a stepchild. A redheaded one at that. <laughs> now, Nick, since you've got a lot of knowledge rolling around in your cranium, the ball one. <laughs> All right, that's enough teasing Nick about being around 30 and having no hair, but uh, now let's get down to business because, you know, Nick, 
Do you think that to the best of your knowledge, let's say by increasing native warm season grasses for habitat could be or possibly even more beneficial than an intense, let's say, um, predator harvest program? Because, you know, you're always coming on the show and you're saying we need to be building up habitat for ground nesting birds, for fawns and so forth. So do you possibly think that this could possibly be the one missing piece to the whole crazy puzzle that would curtail all the havoc that coyotes are currently imposing on uh, wildlife right now? I think you just said it there, you know, very simply and better than I could have stated it is, yes, absolutely. We need to go out there and increase habitat and decrease the emphasis on, you know, needing to just completely eradicate any kind of predators. Because, one, there's so many predators out there. Yes. It's too hard to wrap your management plans around one specific species. Uh, the other side of that is when you eliminate one species, whether it's a predator or a prey species, from that circle of life, from that ecosystem, Mm -hmm. then another one is just going to fill its void. And so it's a constant recharging of the ecosystem that you'll never get away from, and and you're always going to have the issues out there. Besides that, you know, predators have a very beneficial contribution to the ecosystem. Oh, yeah, they do. And that they they come in and they clean things up. I mean, it's just, again, it's part of that species rotation that goes through our ecosystem yeah you know we have uh, like coyotes bobcats mountain lion badgers and now anthony weiner there's a predator (laughs) (laughs) but uh but hey you guys might not believe this but uh oh man i love the smell of it (laughs) letters oh we get letters we get your letters every day seriously we do For the Revolution Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Kevin Drake, get this one from somewhere in Iowa. Just hit us up by way of email, and he writes us, Hey, Jim and Trav and Nick, the Revolution rocks! And when do you guys believe is the most beneficial and productive time to harvest coyotes for management purposes? Now, real quick, I want to point something out because I like the way he worded this. He said, for management purposes, and I really think, Nick, that this is a great question, and um, he's on the right track here. It's a good question, and honestly, from a lot of the studies that I've seen, whether it's coyotes or other predators, the very best time to manage for those is during the spring reproduction season. Really? The downside of that is that during that time of year, in most states, predator hunting is illegal. Uh, Really? Trapping is illegal. So, you know, to make the greatest impact... It's really hard to make that correlation. Now, that being said, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, wishing that people go out there and don't trap, don't, yeah. don't do predator hunting because I think it's a very beneficial, again, for that ecosystem and part of that cycle. It also can be very enjoyable. Mm, uh, oh, I, totally. I have a lot of friends around here that are, that are big into trapping. And, yeah. And, and I respect them even more so from the fact that, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, fur harvesting was a huge business, yep. you know, and a guy can make a lot of money doing it. Well, now, you know, because of, for whatever reasons, because there's so many synthetics out there and there's so many pitas and, and other anti... <laughs> People eating tasty animals. That is right. what it stands for, Jim. <laughs> right. There's so many organizations like that that are just demonizing everything in the hunting industry. Yep. Uh, the, the prices of furs and those things have dropped. And so you get a lot of the people that were just in it for the money that are out of it now, and you've only got the true hunters... Uh, at heart that are out there and, and, and hold on to that heritage of trapping and, and predator hunting. And I just think it's important to preserve that, but do it for the right reasons. Well, the sad part about it is, uh, you know, in, in urban communities, 
there's a lot of uh, cats and dogs coming up missing because of these uh, coyotes now, and predators and so forth. I see cats being eaten. I don't see that as being a problem. <laughs> I don't like cats. I, and that was Alf who just said that, by the way. Who yeah, loves... You mentioned a nice Alf reference. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. You mentioned that about the, the, the cats and dogs being taken. But, you know, what also people don't think about is cats and dogs are very big predators in the ecosystem out there. And if you knew what kind of havoc a simple farm cat or dog could wreck on a uh, on a pheasant population or a quail population yep. or any other kind of ground nesting bird population uh, in a rural setting or even in an urban setting, you know, it, it, people don't think about that aspect of predators. You know, and a lot of times, you know, people think about predators and it's just like you guys said earlier, it's coyotes, it's bobcats, it's mountain lions. It's a lot of the ones that are also common. But what people don't think about with predator control is snakes. Yep. And you've got a whole array of avian predators, which is basically everything in the raptor family, mm-hmm. hawks, eagles, you know, and, and, and when are you going to go through and start killing eagles? You know, most <laughs> people aren't going to touch that with, with Well, a, not right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how are you going to truly control predators when you can't even legally touch a lot of the, the predator species? You bet. Brings up a great point. Yeah. Hey, we've been talking <laughs> with Nick Rhodes with My Wildlife Properties, or is it Wildlife it's Properties? It's Wildlife Properties, Jim. <laughs> That is his web address, mister. That is www.what? Mywildlifeproperty.com. And that's where you'll find wildlife properties, believe it or not. The number one hunting, investment, and outdoor real estate website in the world. And subchapter, mobile homes. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We'll do those too. And where the real wildlife is. Hey, Nick, uh, real quick, man, why don't you toss out your email and uh, phone number? You bet, man. It's uh, Nick at MyWildlifeProperty.com, or you can call us at 785-282-6145. That's where you can get directly in touch with me, the Nick Rhodes, <laughs> and get all your habitat information uh, answered, get you hooked up with properties, and I'll even send on your love to Jim Trapp. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, well, hey, this has brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com and Ruger Farms. Look them up as well at Ruger.com and Otis Technology. Look them up at OtisTech.com and Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But hey, guys, gals, coming up right after the break, it's going to be special because it's going to be Chance Orth with Unpro Fishing. Man, <laughs> I love these guys. Hey, Drav, how you doing, man? Not too bad, man. How about you? <laughs> Good to hear from you. Hey, you two, and that guy right there is Chance Orth, the Unpro we're fixing to hear from. Hello. And this is The Revolution. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit OtisTech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C dot com today. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. 
Hey, you're listening to Revolution, and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. That's right, but if you're still kicking it old school and you like to email, you can do that as well at radio at outdoorcharlesdelwood.com. But hey, boys and girls, don't forget to fraternize with us on all those wonderful social networking sites like Facebook and Twitter because, you know, they are to blame for millions of failed marriages. <laughs> but now we're going to talk to the we're man Minnesota. that is behind the most comprehensive fishing show on the web on pro fishing we got bill dance how dare you insult bill dance like that <laughs> thank you all, thank you all. <laughs> we got chance orth right now on the revolution hey chance dude thanks so much for being back on hey fellas you know i love talking to you yeah so what is happening in the world of unpro man well um unpro is doing great we're doing strong uh we just got back from a trip uh up headwaters of the st croix river in northern wisconsin really Having a great time up there, yep. Nice. Yeah, did you buy a fishing rod while you were up there? <laughs> nope, I'm still going by hand. <laughs> I, I used to think that was S.T. Crocs. I Seriously, I did when I was little. I was like, what is S.T. Crocs? Street Crocs? <laughs> 20 years later, it came out St. Croix. But really, how, how'd you guys do up there? Oh, we did great. Uh, you know, some of our weaker links, that would be uh, <laughs> J.C. Catlin and O'Brien Miller, came Not out to point on top with a trophy fish this week. Really? What'd they yeah. get? Like, say, a five-pound smallmouth, which oh, is gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that here. is nice. Hey. And old Ryan Miller uh, took down, uh, say, a 37-inch uh, northern pike just on a little MEPS 4. Really? Really? Holy, there's a lot of luck involved in that. Yeah, Travis yeah, just no, down to six. no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you, are you outside there, uh, Chance? Yeah, I'll step back in. You can't smoke inside anymore, Jim. <laughs> it's against the law. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah, right. now, how else am I going to keep up with you guys? Yeah. Well, you, now the thing is, you said that you're going up there for trash fish. Now those two aren't trash fish. Did you catch any no, buffalo no, or carp? Not. We don't go up there. We don't specifically target, you know, rough fish, but um, we don't turn them away either. You don't discriminate. That'd be <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Equal but, yeah, time. We're catching some red horse and some buffalo up there at night too. You know, we just like to sit around the fire with the. Night crawlers out and see what happens. Now, were you guys doing a lot of bank fishing, or were you in kayaks? What were you guys out there in? We were out there all three of. We had three uh, Winona canoes. And oh, those are nice. Just how we travel. The water is really low, and those Winonas just slip over the rocks. The Winona Royal X. It's like a fancy plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good promotion. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> now, hey, real quick, chance before we go on with this, a tremendously great informational interview <laughs> talking about plastic. Now, where can we find you guys on the web, Chance? Oh, thanks, Rev. Yeah, we're at um, Unpro Fishing yeah. uh, is our Twitter account. And then if you just look up Unprofessional Fishermen, it'll take you to our web page and our videos. And you are right. I think Google hates you guys. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, just for fun, I tried to Google you, and it took me like 10 minutes to get to your website. Did it really? It does. It gets kind of miffed at you. It's like, no, Unprofessional, <laughs> not Unpro. And it's quite taxing. Made me sweat. All right. Now, now, did you? I'm ca- getting taxed just hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you happen to catch any um, uh, sturgeon while you were up there? Oh, yeah. No, not this trip. Um, though, there's supposed to be a great sturgeon water. Uh-huh. Um, it was like two different rivers. We started out, it was fast and uh, furious, uh, rocky, and then it went into a, a low stretch. So it was really deep and slow moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought we might take sturgeon out of the slow stretch, but um, 
there's just nothing doing. Yeah. Now, are your uh, are your uh, canoes outfitted with depth finders? No, nothing like that. Oh, you don't have any of that pro kind of stuff. That's why it's called unpro. <laughs> exactly. I should have known. <laughs> they put a stick in the water. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. So basically, you guys got out there with a little. And, and that's one point we want to stress again. You can go out and have a great time and not break the bank in that right chance. Exactly. You know, we last weekend I did three lakes in two states for 35 bucks. Are you serious? No, that's me fishing on a budget. <laughs> I, got no, I got no choice. I didn't know a budget Half floated. That, it's just worms and gas is all I'm paying for. That's not bad, though, man. I mean, that's tremendous, really. Yeah, when Travis yeah. eats worms, he gets gas. I do. <laughs> doesn't take a lot uh but you know the point is first you got to be geared up you got yeah. to have all the stuff oh for sure definitely man but uh hey chance when do you think we can be expecting more videos from unpro to uh be in the web man you know we're we're working on throwing out some short clips but the full-length videos i think we're working on later in the summer okay we're just going to release all of our summer trips at once nice it's going to be like a box set. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be a Syrian collection yeah. box like, set, Blu-ray. Yeah, so like The Godfather, <laughs> one, two, and three. Yeah, instead of being at the Cracker Barrel, they'll be signing at the local bar. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to be coming out with the Unpro Edition Ford Explorer. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. You know, one day. And, and the sportsmanship. Yeah, one day, perhaps. It is going to happen. Seriously, though. No, I, I really think you guys got a tremendous show. I don't think it's going to be too and long. And a big following. Yeah, and you guys, you really do have a big following right now. One of these days, you guys are going to be on a major network. Definitely. It's a matter of time, yeah. You know, just picture this, though. Our buddy, Chance Orth, is going to be shaping the minds of anglers all across America. (laughs) (laughs) One toke at a time. (laughs) It's going to be great, man. But, hey, Chance, one more time, toss out where we can hit you up on the web, man. Thanks, guys. I always forget to self-promote. Yeah, (laughs) unprofishing.com will take you to... um, our videos on our Tumblr site, and then Unpro Fishing uh, is our Twitter. Follow us there. I'm always throwing out witty and over <laughs> little tweets. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook too. It's yeah. the same. Oh, it's Unprofessional Fisherman on Facebook. Cool. So check them out, guys and gals. But also, middle note time here. You got to remember that we're going to be featuring Chance and his crew and everything Unpro from week to week right here on The Revolution. So make sure you listen for it. But this has been sponsored by Lupo Tactical Optics. Make sure to the Mark IV Rifle Supply. Look them up at lupo.com and Blackhawk. That's blackhawk.com and Ram Trucks. You can find them at ramtrucks.com. But coming up right after the break, we're going to have Cat Daddy. And you're locked on The Revolution. No, 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 just wait one second. Don't go to a break yet. Why? Right now, it's time for the Not So Outdoors Outdoor Segment. What's up, homies? Hey, homie. So, uh, you guys checked out Jim's Facebook page recent? Nah. Oh, well. You know... He's slowly catching on here in the States, but uh, over in Japan... You make me feel so happy. Like Japanese beaver fever! Anyway, so uh, look him up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Give him a little love. And you know what? While you're there, look at our Twitter page as well. It's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com again. So, cheer up! Get outdoors, you pale freaks! Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
the new Ruger LC9 centerfire pistol. A compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry is also a full power, no compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. You like to fish? Want to fish like the pros? Subscribe to the only TV channel dedicated exclusively to fishing programming. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's right. WFN, the World Fishing Network, has nothing but fishing shows. Call your TV provider today to subscribe. And remember, every day is a great day for fishing with WFN. To learn more, visit worldfishingnetwork.com. You're listening to the Revolution, and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647, Trav. Now, Jimmy, if anybody wants to email us. You got mail. Was that guy French? <laughs> but anyways, where can they email us at? Uh, that would be uh, CadDaddy underscore one. No. no, 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 no. Actually, you could do that. Yes, you could. Yeah, he's like a czar for the revolution. I carry the flag, my man. <laughs> Cat Daddy, what's up, dude? <laughs> I think I took him off guard. <laughs> well, we could finally see the dikes and the ramps to the river and all the lakes. Really? really? Water dropping. They pulled the plug somewhere up yonder. <laughs> really? Did they? Yeah. Boy, and I'll tell you what, I've been sitting on a bucket all day. <laughs> oh, you're doing a little bank fishing. Yes. First, uh, first national or the bank? Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, I went down <laughs> to 8th Street Ramp down on the Call River. Uh-huh, oh, yeah? Around Eudora, Kansas. Oh, good place. And I tell you what, uh, we caught four nice flatheads, nothing big, probably 10, 15 pounds is the biggest. Oh, that is nothing to <laughs> scuff at. That's as big as Doodle. That, yeah, oh. my, my youngest daughter. Good eating size right there, boys. Yeah. Let me take a little shake a little bit of that Tomcat better. Oh. Jim likes to rub some of that behind his ears. Yes, I do. <laughs> now, uh, how long were you out there for? How many hours? Well, I sat out there for about six hours. That's not bad. No, that That's not bad, bad at all. I, I off my left leg to the mosquitoes. <laughs> you do have a prosthesis, don't you? Three or four of them. <laughs> <laughs> Snap on, screw on. We got them all. <laughs> there you go. Man of many legs. <laughs> I tell you what, we was using big old five, six inch black perch and uh, some big old goldfish I got in the bait hut. All the bait hut, Don Hudley. Mr. Don Hudley, of course. <laughs> Fine gentleman has a smorgasbord of bait available for all cat fishermen in the world. But does he have skipjack? Oh, yes, he does. Have Are you serious? Holy cow! And how about menhaden oil? And he might not have that. <laughs> but I can rectify that situation. Now, do people know what menhaden oil is? It goes uh, on your bearings. Well, about four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to this cat fishing. This is the hot deal right now. Oh, I tell you what, it's, it's you know the water rising, dropping, rising, dropping has been crazy. The storms, the, the barometric pressure, all them things factor into it. But you know, I think we're back on track. Mm. The river's down to where you gotta, you know, just almost walk across it now. <laughs> <laughs> we're showing sandbars. Oh, you know, as a matter of fact, I got two calls today from some bone hunters. Want me to take them out on the river, or they want to look for uh, paradacto teeth and, you know, things of that nature. Really? Really, like... Uh, um, Dinosaurs. Paleontologists. <laughs> Is that right? Paleontologists? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some type of something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's we, not that buddy that has all those pits, is it? <laughs> what? Well, well, we just take these boys and you know turn them loose on the sandbar, and I fish for a while. They come back with a bucket of teeth and bones. And really? 
smile from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, so man, we got the we got the treasure trove They're here. They're like a prehistoric catfish. They're looking for. Yeah, they for. probably got fifty thousand dollars worth of bones in there. I don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah. What'd you get, Harry? <laughs> Wouldn't that be some wild crap though if you did hook into like a dinosaur bone? Yeah, oh. or a dinosaur itself. And yeah, brought it in. How the, would you would you lip it or would you kind of gaff it? Better question is. Would you have to have a tag for it? <laughs> you know, seriously. Well, now, you know, there's a lot of bison and uh, saber-toothed tiger and woolly mammoth and all, a lot of that stuff down through this stretch of the woods. Really? Oh, yeah, on them sandbars. And what you look for is a uh, uh, a really rough pebble sandbar, not not just sand, but pebble, pebble rock. Really? Uh -huh. Well, yeah, I've, I've learned that over the years. I think you've been hanging out in too many bars. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into you, National you, Geographic. Yeah, I, you're starting to see all kinds of stuff. I think the last bar was called the Corona. <laughs> with lime. I'm fixing to go visit that bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a heck of a good time down there fishing today. I mean, you know, whenever a man go, you know, just, just take off. Oh, That's yeah. It. And go sit on the bucket and catch fish. What more can you ask for? Exactly. Totally. Well, you know, kind of like me today. I'm in my office just working like crazy, and my wife comes in. She says, how would you like to go to town with me just to get out? And I said, great. She says, we need to get 20 bags of garden soil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want me to do the the brawn here? She doesn't love him. She needs a slave, cat daddy. <laughs> we know where that's going. Oh, man. I got a honeydew list at a stretch from here to Topeka. Well, you, you know, <laughs> Speaking of honeydew list, man, I got to go pick up my honeydew this next Thursday, my uh, new flat bottom girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, I got rid of the old girl. She just worn out. Oh, <laughs> man. Had to put her out to pasture. Yeah. I had to put her out to pasture, but someone's lobbed to revive her. Mm. I got the uh, other one down there from Allwell Boat Company down in Lonesdale, Arkansas. Really? Now, that's what, a, quite a hike. What the heck is that guy's name? We've actually uh, uh, Doug Fix his yeah, name. That's what it is. Yeah, sure we've is. heard about those boats. Those are good boats. They are oh, good boats. They're great boats. Man, I, I tell you, all the Coast Guard people and the heavy duty boat people, you know, they always order their boats from old Doug Vick down there at Allwell at Lonesdale. Now. Let me tell you something now. These boys can make you a tank. Really? I mean, a battle tank that floats. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of the cannon. That's it. always a perk. If you buy a boat that doesn't float, you got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's they, just a big paperweight. It's just fantastic, <laughs> the stuff, you know, that they can do for you. Now, it's not like buying a regular regular boat. You know, it's got cross seats in it and stuff like that. You can order this baby like a wide-open bathtub. Really? Oh, yeah, not a seat in it, and that's just what I've done. Cause I, you know, it's just like a big old goldfish pond. Well, hey, believe it or not, guys, but, uh... It's mail time, baby! It's time for the Revolution Mailbag. Oh, hey, where's the other intro with the music and crap and the people singing? That's disappointing! <laughs> Ah, anyways, okay, next time play that other one. That other one's cooler. Anyways, but uh, Jim, you're going to love this because this email is from a Carson in Carson City. Uh, Nevada. He forgot the Nevada part. Yeah. <laughs> but Carson writes, sup, Jim and Trav and Cat Daddy. Hey, man, last week on The Revolution, you were talking about limb lines and log lines, and I was just curious as to what kind of line you were using. Peace out, writes Carson in Carson City, Nevada. Well, paracord 507 strand. Holy cow. Yeah, you could actually make a parachute out of it. Yeah, that. where do you find that? <laughs> well, you can get that at your G.I. Joe store or if you've got a connection in the United States government. Which you happen to have. Go Big Red One. That's it. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you said it, buddy. The Big Red One. Fine bunch of fellers. Like, uh, do you buy a whole spool of it? What do you do? 
Well, now you can buy a 300-yard spool of it. Now, a lot of these G.I. Joe places, you know, that sell G.I. stuff, you know, uh, uh, surplus stores, they have that stuff. Now, you can also get on the Internet and look up Paracord 507 strand oh. and find that on the Internet in great big 1,500-yard spools. Holy, Holy cow. cow. You'd have to and have your know, boat to haul it. <laughs> well, really, it's a pretty good buy because you could probably pick a spool up like that for probably $80. Oh, oh that's really? not too bad. That'll last uh, you a long time. Buddy, you can hang a lot of steel with one of them. You betcha. Now, Cat Daddy, if anyone's out there on the bank and they find your leg, where can they uh, <laughs> contact you on the web? Well, they need to send it back to you, the prosthesis. Let me see. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, www.catdaddyguideservices.com. That's the one, and it's with an S. Yeah, you I might say he it. has a leg up on the competition. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this has been The Revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find him at ramtrucks.com and Ruger Firearms. Look them up as well at ruger.com. And don't forget about Otis Technology at otistech.com. But don't forget about the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com plus not alone. That's not alone.com. And how about Yellowstone Fly Rods? Look them up as well at yellowstoneflyrods.com. And last but certainly not least is Steiner Binoculars. That's steiner-binoculars.com. But hey, coming up right the break, we're going to dive right back into predator management with Jeff Nimnick from Coyote Craze. And this is old favorite show, The Revolution. Hey, Jim. What? I just thought I should tell you that somebody just farted in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I cracked myself up. Now let's go to a break. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Searching for a prestigious Kansas hunting property? Wildlife Properties has what you've been dreaming of. Owl Creek Hideaway is a 155-acre property located in the Big Buck country of southeast Kansas with two stocked bass ponds, nearly one and a quarter miles of creek, and more than 75 acres of income-producing CRP. This property is an all-around sportsman's paradise, sprawling timber highlighted by mature stands of oak and walnut and surrounded by productive crop fields. All the habitat elements are in place for producing trophy deer and turkey located a short distance from wichita topeka kansas city or tulsa and priced under 200k this hunter's paradise won't be available for long for more info or see a list of all farms wildlife properties have to offer visit mywildlifeproperty.com that's mywildlifeproperty.com or call nick Rhodes at 785-282-6145 today Get her done. Hey, you're locked into the number one outdoor radio show in the nation. And to find out one of our... 
<laughs> and, to find, <laughs> and to find one of our radio affiliates in your area, just head to OutdoorTrailsEdward.com and click on the Windwear tab. I'll tell you, if people are sympathetic towards simple-minded individuals, <laughs> they're just going to go check out our website. They're going to love me. Again, we've been kicking around Predator Management and Jeff Nimnick from Coyote Craze. Just phone us at 785-846-7647. And you know, Jeff, while this may sound a bit strange, but I'm sure you've heard that um, in a lot of places, they've actually begun introducing predators because the deer populations have become so out of control that they're actually ravaging their crops and their gardens, and they're to blame for countless um, horrific car accidents, which is just absolutely horrible. And you know, while I can sit here and sympathize with their situations, I don't always agree with the action that's being taken because in the long run, Jeff, this is going to be far more detrimental than um, if we would have just sat back and done nothing at all. Oh, exactly. Uh, just just take a look at the uh, wolf reintroduction in, in Yellowstone. Well, that's you know, going well. Yeah. That wasn't made to, to control any populations. They were just wanting to reinstate them. But, yeah. but look what it's done to the elk populations in that area. I mean, I can see the same thing happening. Um, you know, maybe not so much with the coyote population, but anything bigger than that could sure, uh, sure put a damper on things in a hurry. Yeah. Well, you know, absolutely everything needs to be managed to some extent, you know, whether it's our elk, buffalo, whitetail, possum. I mean, there has to be some of this. And, and you possum bring up management? Well, I'm just a guy throwing crap out. You know, <laughs> there is an epidemic right now in Washington of possums. <laughs> They're taking over. But honestly, Jeff, I'm so glad that you brought up the wolves because they have taken the careless hands-off approach when it comes to managing them, which means no management whatsoever. And so if we tag the same angle, Jeff, with coyotes, here just a few miles down the road, we are going to have a major problem on our hands, and it's one that most likely we won't be able to contain. Well, for sure. You know, uh, in the West, um, you know, it's a lot different situation in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, out West, you know, for years they've had, uh, you know, government programs to control coyotes, you know, whether it's aerial gunning, poisoning, trapping, um, you know, different things like that. You know, federal money has been used for that to keep population, you know, somewhat I guess the past maybe 20 years, 20, 30 years, you know, where in the eastern United States, uh, just due to populations and, and the types of terrain and stuff like that, they just can't get away with that. So the coyote population has been nothing but on the rise since then. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is due to the wolf eradication, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know, for the coyote expansion. And, and uh, so... I guess the only true way to control those guys is maybe introduce some wolves. I guess. <laughs> there you go. Now, now you have a you have a, a uh, an organization called Coyote Craze, and you're teaching people how to harvest uh, coyotes. But at the same time, I mean that is a very very minor portion of what needs to really be managed, right? Oh, that's for sure. I mean, just the general guys going out on the weekends calling coyotes. I mean, that's never going to uh, be a, a total effort to control coyotes. I mean, there has to be other things done. Uh, you know, trapping. You know, maybe some poisoning. Aerial gunning is probably one of the most effective things. I think the, the government kills ninety to one hundred thousand coyotes a year. Holy cow! It's uh, all out west, and, and a big majority of that is through poison and aerial gunning. And uh, you know, just in the eastern United States, <laughs> you know, when you got trees and you got a lot of population base, yeah, and cars driving down the highway. Are you there? I'm there. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, um, do you think personally, Jeff? Since obviously you have coyote craze, this is a big business for you. Do you think, honestly, there is a problem, or do you think that this has just kind of been blown out of proportion? 
I guess my personal thought on I don't really consider it a problem. Uh, you know, me, I get a big smile out of my face when somebody says the coyote's <laughs> population is expanding. I mean, it, it offers me <laughs> more opportunities to hunt coyotes. But just like any kind of species you're hunting, the more of that species there are in your area you're hunting, the better success you're going to have. So I guess for me, I just don't see it as a big problem. Uh, but on the same hand, I do think uh, it's something that needs to be managed and, yeah. and controlled at some level. You know, I think that people, they step outside at night and they hear coyotes. And, you know, one or two coyotes sounds like there's a whole pack of them. And so people oh, just sure. assume that right over the hill, man, there's got to be 65 of them. And they're just opening up blood, boxes. Yeah, blood dripping off of their teeth and <laughs> stuff like this. That, that's actually not the way. And, you know, the thing is, I think people have just become more vigilant about looking for them because it seems like every time you turn on the news, or read the front page of a newspaper, Fluffy was just taken for somebody's backyard and devoured by a massive hungry pack of coyotes. And so it is my own personal belief, Jeff, that coyote numbers have not flourished that much from, let's say, um, five years ago. It's more or less just the press that they are getting that's starting um, this current trend. You no, know, In most of these stories that you're hearing of, uh, you know, where are these stories coming from? You know, yeah. The eastern United States, which I believe does have a growing coyote population mm-hmm. um, just because they can't be managed uh, like they can out west. So, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things I, I don't consider a, a big problem. But, uh, you know, as, as the coyote population expands in the east, it's just natural you're going to have, uh, you know, a few problems here and there. Yeah. Now, hey, Jeff, if we want to find out more about you and coyote craze, maybe, maybe want to sign up. Yeah, go to one of your clinics, man. Uh, where can we do or, this at? Uh, com. I was expecting was something it? much yeah, bigger, yeah. weren't you? I, I, listening to his voice, it sounded like booming. I was en- enthralled with what he was saying. <laughs> hey, uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find him at ramtrucks.com and Otis Technology. Look him up at otistech.com and Ruger Farms. Look them up as well at ruger.com. And this is, you know who it is. We're the revolution, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. You know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational? And you just love the hosts? Well, that's not us. We are the revolution. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. 
669-8954. The LC9 Center Fire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol, perfect for personal protection. The full-featured 7-round LC9 has a 3-dot sight system, checkered grip, and smooth edges for easy holstering. Ideal for discreet carry, the LC9 is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger LC9. It's mine, and it's American. We want to give a special thanks to all of our 362 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Bun Joe, Mark Pinnery, and our guests like Grant Woods, Nick Rhodes, Chance Orth, Cat Daddy, and Jeff Nimnick, just to name a few. That's right. Coming up next week on The Revolution. Ram Trucks will sponsor our in-depth look into proper boating safety. It's very important. You better listen to it. So we are Jim and Treff. And your local news and weather is coming up next. Did you like that? I love that. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.